This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. At the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, we highlight people who make the world a better place by being part of it and and through their contributions to it. And today, uh, I have somebody I've known for a long time, and one of the beauties of podcasting is the ability to create not only connections, but reconnections. So a few weeks ago, I... Uh, announced we were looking for more guests for this project, and my friend, uh, Dr. Raynet Ilg, heeded the call. So we're so happy to have you here today. Uh, just tell you a little bit about uh, R- Dr. Ray real quick. Uh, she is the founder of the Olive Branch Wellness Center located in South Elgin, Illinois, if I'm pronouncing that right. And she is a neuropath uh, who is also a lecturer to various healthcare organizations and businesses and guest lecturer at Purdue University, and I can go on and on and on with her credentials. I'll also mention she's the international author of Living La Vida Grande, Why You Can't Lose Weight, and the author of a second book coming out pretty soon called It's Not All Your Fault, How Your Insides Are Causing Fatigue, Weight Gain, and Digestive Disorders, as well as a product by the same Name. You can get all the details on Dr. Ray at our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. Just find her episode if you're not already on our website looking at it, and we will proceed from there. Dr. Ray, it's great to see you as always. Adam, how wonderful it is to be a part of your show today. I'm really excited to give him uh, a lot of wisdom and some maybe some weirdo stories, but anyway... <laughs> Well, part well, the second half of this is about weirdo stories, so you're in the right place. Oh, but uh, yeah. let's start in general. Like, how does the work that you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and well, the world at large? Okay, so I am a naturopath, and uh-huh. um, natu- naturopathic physicians actually um, we understand that the word doctor means teacher. So, oh, we need to teach you about how to deal with your body. And that is done using vitamins, herbs, diets, lifestyle changes, and that kind of thing. So the interesting thing is we've been designing custom health plans since time began because we've been around that long. Yeah. So teaching somebody how to be their own advocate for their own self and giving them some guidance to get started is where we're at, right? Yeah. 
I would say so. So in a couple sentences, just in your own words, what is it that you do? What's the product? What's the service? The service is um, somebody coming in and learning about their body based on who their DNA is and their composure is and their lifestyle, and then learning how to take care of it so they have the best health they've ever had. In your experience, what are a few of the most common questions that people in general have when they're asking about what you do and they're making your decision toward working with you? Like, what are the FAQs? Well, you know, Adam, that's such an important question for you to ask me <laughs> um, because some of them are like, well, how long is this going to take? And um, am I going to have to take stuff forever? Am I going to have to see you forever? And it, and it really, you know, puts them at ease that, yes, you're going to be in control of yourself. I'll teach you how to do this. So, yeah, yeah. They, they always want to know. And the thing is, I can only work as fast as the cells in their body want to go, right? You can, if yeah. you have a microwave, 60 seconds and you got something to eat, right? <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly what ends up happening here. And yeah. um, people get healthy, believe it or not. Oh, I believe it wholeheartedly what are a couple questions you wish people would ask so what i really wish people would ask is what should i expect to see along the way that's the first question the second one i wish they would ask is can you give me tools and skills in order to make sure that i stay on track because they you know they'll come in and they're like oh i blew it you know i ate a whole pizza and three burritos and a pile of ice cream Okay, so we have to work on the mental component for these things because health doesn't just accidentally happen. And the third thing I wish they would ask is, if I make these changes and stay with it, will this be um, beneficial for life? Right. I get you. So now we're going to shift gears. And this is where we ask a few things that will help our listeners get to know you better and may surprise some of the people in your life. So let's actually start there. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Well, um, that I drive a 1976 Beetle, Super Beetle convertible, and it's bright yellow with a black top, and it goes like a butterfly and stings like a bee, and I am a fast (laughs) driver. (laughs) I think one of the other things people don't know or realize about me is I am a very avid reader. Um, I read a minimum of a book a week. So it's very hard yeah. to keep me busy. Um, but I think that they don't really, and they think I'm reading like romance novels. I'm not reading <laughs> romance novels or any of that kind of stuff. That's not my interest. Yeah. But, you know, whether it's a technical thing or some some kind of a science uh, or business management, you know, you got to stay up on all that and you have to use your whole brain. Oh, look who came into the picture again. This is this is our, this is Alessandra. I said she'd be joining us. Yes, you did. And she's and she's actually very calm right now. She's not trying to knock over the webcam or hit the keys on the keyboard because you know how it is with with our furry friends. They somehow know the one key to press on your keyboard that will cause the maximum amount of disruption. Of course they do. Yeah. Um, one thing that you and I you and I could talk about forever that people don't, are um, interested would be interested to know is I'm an ambivert. Yeah. I know precisely what that means. Yes. And so I love to be around my people, but leave me alone when I want to be left alone. I need my quiet time. I need my fun time with my friends and and with people, but I need that alone time so I can be with people. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that actually sounds a lot like me uh, being so introverted that uh, they had to make a new category on the left-hand side. People yeah. who know me well say, what, you're an introvert? And I say, well, it's a funny thing about us. When we're around our own people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. through a few dinners, haven't I? And on a few uh-huh. days. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, people, are, people think I'm like this all the time. And, you know, I'll go to the gym in the morning. I have no makeup on. And I put earphones, earbuds in. Not because I'm listening to some, but because I don't want to listen to anybody. You know? Oh, why, wired headphones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that they they yeah, I do that to send the very clear message that uh not not today. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think people the other thing people don't know about me is that I am uh extremely emotionally intelligent. I pick up on exactly like tiniest tiny little cues, the way an eye moved, the way when somebody cleared their throat, the way they started to breathe or didn't start to breathe. And so I have that emotional type intelligence and I can connect that to body language so quickly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something that your introverts and your ambiverts uh, are programmed to do, which is to see some of these subtleties because we're constantly searching our environment looking for data. Not that extroverts don't necessarily, but it's just a matter of which way the energy flows. Yes. And um, I'm going to butcher his name because I always have and I always learn how to pronounce it and then I can't. Uh, I see, I think it's Sergey Serge Gorichov says that I see what everybody else sees, but I, I, I think what nobody else has thought. So I can yeah. put it together, and I think that's really important. It's a great skill, you know, when you're interviewing people like you have. And uh-huh. it's also a great skill when I have people in front of me, and I can see something is going on. And so that right. enables me to get at their health a different way, and, you know, or whatever else it is I do, because I mentor, too. Right, exactly. Exactly. So uh, so coming along here, uh, my next thing that um, we want to know is – uh, what do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Yeah. Wow, that's such a great question, Adam. I hope they say that they could feel that I care, that they that they knew that I could find an answer. And for me, because of a belief system, that I uh, that I had a solid foundation in my faith because I yeah. think, and that I always always hold their trust in the most valuable position. You think too many people today are like, oh, don't tell anybody, but and then that person is off blabbing what they shouldn't be telling anybody, right? Uh-huh. So I want people to understand to, to to really be able to say, I can trust her and she trusts me. Because she knows a lot about me, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I. Go ahead. Yeah, I got, I got, I got you certainly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is fantastic, uh, and I think it's very important. So here's one I want to move along here because a couple, the couple of these next questions are real zingers, and knowing you as I do, you're gonna have some pretty interesting insights. So the next one is if you could go, if you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've experienced, one thing that's happened, 
What would it be and why? I would change the fact that when I was a freshman, sophomore, and junior in high school, I would not listen, and I won't tell you his name, to my counselor who said to me, you're too dumb to go to college, quote, unquote. Uh-huh. I was raised at a point in time when if an adult told you something, it was so. And I yeah. would say now, I would go back to that and say, no, you don't get to take up that space in my head. Everyone is capable of the most amazingly height-bearing height dreams that that they don't even know that they could achieve. Right. And you don't yeah. have the right to tell somebody that. Oh, no, no, no. Just like um, dictating to people what their dreams are and telling them what their thoughts are when you're not qualified to to do that. Uh, you know, you know, part of my story from that same period of my life is when I was uh, young, I was classified as gifted. I had a 138 IQ, which is two points short of genius. I was bored in the first grade. So they skipped me to the second grade right in the middle of the year and did a ceremony about it without me changing schools. So you want to know how the rest of my childhood went? Or can you fill yeah. in the blanks? So, um, <laughs> so by the time I finished enduring that, which was worse than prison, you know what I really needed was a year off just to not have to worry about anything. I just wanted to go have a job, make some money, put some away. Uh, college was very much on my mind. I really, 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 really wanted to do it. I was very excited about it. I just need a freaking break, and I wanted to put some money in a bank. Sure. And, uh, but, uh, but I was told at the time, well, if you don't go to college now, you'll get trapped and you'll never go. You'll lose all your skills. You'll get distracted by some woman or you won't want to leave that job or whatever. I'm so glad. I wish it was there for us, but I'm so glad that the idea of a gap year is becoming so much more normalized because I believe that, yeah. you know, when you're at that age, you're, you may be a legal adult, but you're not a fully formed adult. And there's still a lot that you're going to need to process. And you're actually in the journey of discovery. You haven't reached the end of it. Like you can't pick when you're 18, what you want to be in life. Uh, It's going to change. It's going to change three or four times minimum. Oh yeah. So yeah. So there was that. And as I, as you meant, as I also mentioned, the fact I was skipped ahead in grade meant I was constantly way younger than everybody else. So Dr. Ray, I want you to picture me at Penn State, not being able to have a legal drink in the bar until the middle of my senior year. <laughs> that alone, I should have got two gap years. Yeah, I know. See, for a friend of mine, uh, after he finished high school, he waited two years, I think, or actually it was almost three years before he went to college. And uh, so his freshman year, he turned 21, and college was a blast for him. He really, he had a real, he had a real good time with it. Um, and, uh, not just because he could go to bars, but also because he had been out in the world a bit. He had some experiences. He saw the value of an education and what you might not get if you don't have the education. And he was motivated. It wasn't because somebody else was telling him, well, you're supposed to go to college. Uh, we work so hard so we could afford to send you and all that. Uh, now he was doing it for him, and he did very, very well with it and has an awesome career today, partially as a result of that. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a firm believer, and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack from this on your on your uh, podcast comments, but I don't think that an 18 or a 19-year-old should go to college. I think you should be 25 or 26 and work those years and then yeah. go to college because you're not going to – 
you know, you're going to be a lot more worldly. You're going to say, this is, I need to strap down and get disciplined about this. Mm -hmm. And I know what I want to do because I didn't like A, B, C, D, E, and F, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know, I don't believe you should be telling anybody they're too dumb to go to college. What we found? Oh, not to, no, not too, not not too dumb. You shouldn't tell them they're too dumb to go to college. You shouldn't tell them they're too smart to not go to college, uh, or anything like that. And and you know, another thing about the education system is uh, you know being gifted. I aced pretty much every subject except I could not do advanced mathematics. So imagine. Uh, getting my paperwork sent uh, to my house uh, for me to enroll in advanced placement courses, the APs, on the same yeah. days I got a deficiency report because I couldn't pass freaking algebra two, <laughs> which I didn't give a rat's ass about then or now. Yeah. Well, and 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 and, and 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 what was it suggested I do? Well, I need to buckle down and finally start getting serious about this algebra. So maybe we shouldn't do the advanced placement courses. Maybe you shouldn't be be in the gifted program because you've just been you've just been lazing around. You haven't been doing anything. You're not. I was spending almost all my energy on this course that I couldn't stand, struggling to pass it. Someone yeah. like me, someone like me, should have been in a business accounting class, learning how to use yeah, mathematics yeah. for finance. I, I, I was not going to be a scientist. I was not going to be an engineer. I was not going to be a doctor. I was not going to be an accountant. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be, but I knew it wasn't going to be any of those four things. And I was, and I knew that if I ever needed one, I needed needed to do that stuff. I was in need to be successful in life so I could pay one. Yes. Yes. And you know what? First of all, let me tell you the explanation of algebra that I told my niece. She told her professor and he went, yeah. well, yeah, that's what it is. I said, you take everything from the right left side and try and move it to the right side. You take everything on the right side, move it to the left side. When you can't move anything anywhere else, that's your answer. Yeah, pre yeah pretty much. So I just say X equals zero. Go ahead. Challenge yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So um, so here's so here's another one. Um, And we're Getting pretty close to the end here. Uh, what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And if so, you had that opportunity. What would you say to them or what question would you have for them? You see him over my head. It's Einstein. Okay. <laughs> you don't know this, but my office is been patients have given me Einstein figureheads, Einstein everything in here. Yeah. I want to talk to Einstein. Not because I want his mathematical abilities. I want to find out what how he keeps his sense of wonder and awe alive. I want to know how he keeps that that up and first and foremost, how he daydreams. That's yeah. what I want to know. Precisely, you know, precisely. Is, I'm sorry? Like, like I couldn't do the math stuff that he did. He would be the person I hired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because, because because that's his intersect that was his intersection of his brilliance and his passion. He could do those types of equations. I mean, he created he created the theory of relativity. He could measure space because that's what he was designed to do. Yeah. I was I was designed to learn from people like him. Yeah, but I think people get it mixed up too. They say, um, you know, your your um, your brilliance is not always your gift. You can use your yeah. brilliance to utilize your gift. But your brilliance is not always your gift. Yeah. And so his gift was the awe and wonder that he used to further his career and unfortunately make the Hiroshima bomb and, you know, things like that. But you have to have that awe and wonder. And that's what I would want from him. Yeah, I I agree. So uh, what do you, so um, how do you um, handle things when and what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? 
So all my life, I remember being a little, little kid and thinking life is just a series of mountains. And when you get mm-hmm. to the first mountain, you capture that flag. And then yeah. you have another mountain. You have to climb the mountain. Sometimes there's animals in the ways. There's craggy spots. You have to get past those and you get to the next flag and you have to capture that. It is a series of mountains to be climbed. If you quit, you stay where you're at. If you don't quit, you get to keep climbing. It's a little harder. But then what else were you going to do? Sit around and, you know, oh, wow, wow, wow. So I like to really think of life as a series of mountains to climb. And every every mountain that you climb is built on the previous mountain you were on. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, and, that, and that's really, really the case. I mean, um, you know, when I discovered the joys of hypnotherapy, uh, I found out that, you know, rather than the modality of seeing a licensed psychologist or um, being under psychiatric treatment, both of which I also tried for various things and they did not work out for me, with hypnotherapy, you can actually solve a problem or uh, demystify something through one guided exercise. And what's important is you don't necessarily have to start with trying to understand why. You just do the exercise and you'll discover what's behind the curtain. It will be shown to you as much as you need to know to understand what has put you in the place that you're in. That's, that's one piece that's really remarkable about it. Like I like, um, like I, about 10 years ago, I went through a really bad breakup. I mean, this was like one, this was one where I warned my friends, be careful if you hear anything about me on social media, that type of crazy shit. Right. And, um, and, uh, so, uh, aside from the fact that it was just emotionally painful for me and I'm getting all this static and everything else, I, uh, I decided to, uh, I just moved to Las Vegas a few months before that. So I tried, so I tried, uh, hypnotherapy for this. I'd already used it to develop a plan to deal with my trypanophobia and some other issues, but I decided to try it for solving a breakup. Well, not only, uh, in one guided exercise, not only did I go over the breakup, but I also found out why I kept having recurring nightmares about the place where I went to kindergarten. And I also found out why I kept getting visits from the spirits of a, a controversial historical figure who would show up at random and tell me to make sure that everybody knew the truth about him. And what it all came down to was filling in the blank of understanding that you may find yourself in situations where people are not going to agree with you, but they'll still respect you. Right, right. That was a big missing piece in my development, that if uh, somebody disagreed, that that meant that uh, they'd essentially declared war on you and declared you worthless. That's not the case. That you can actually have somebody strongly object to a position you take or something you do, but that doesn't mean that they're going to disregard you or condemn you. They, there's still room for them to understand and even to support you, even if it's not something that they would go along with for themselves. You know what? And, and once I, once I, once I got that breakthrough, that opened a lot of doors. Doesn't it? Because it's, it proves maturity on your part and yeah. their part, part that they're mature enough to be able to see the other side of the problem mm-hmm. and look at it. Maybe, maybe that the circumstances that you're portraying as the answer don't fit their particular circumstances or their particular life pattern, but you're both mature enough. And I think once you rise to that level and say, you know what, I'm mature enough to understand this. I don't have to, I don't have to sleep next to you and look at you. I can go out to dinner with you, disagree with you, mm-hmm. and we can still meet next week and have a great dinner. 
Yeah, and for everybody who's ever gone through a breakup where they had reason to worry that uh, their former partner was about to go apeshit crazy on them and start talking shit on them on social media, uh, when I confided my situation and uh, my, you know, in the various centers of influence, clients, uh, business mm-hmm. allies, friends, and things like that, yeah. uh, there's one thing that they all said to me, and that uh, they they all said this to me sometimes in slightly different words, but it was the same message. Uh, you want to know what that was? Yeah, lay it on me. Welcome to the club, pal. Yeah, yeah. He, these people who I never thought would ever find have ever possibly found themselves in this situations. Oh, did they have stories to tell? Uh, by the time they were done, I was thinking, oh, she's mad because I broke up with her. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> let, let, yeah, let, let, yeah, let, let her let her talk on social media. Go ahead. Go along with everything else, right? You have, yeah. you have to fail more. Uh huh. There's a book by a, a gentleman named Bill Woodich. I just love it. Fail for fail more. Fail yeah. forward. Fail. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, in my book, Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. One of the uh, subchapters in the S section, which is about mindset, is fail early, fail often. Um, I told I tell the story of a former friend of mine. Um, former friend for a reason, but that doesn't mean you discount what you learned from them. Right. Uh, he was a he was a supervisor in a call center. And he was doing a coaching session with somebody who uh, wasn't, uh, you know, really hitting their numbers with the sales they were supposed to make. So this was, I think it was, uh, I think it was cell phone sales or something. I don't remember exactly. And, um, you know, they went back and forth. And my friend finally said to his employee, said, you know, when it really comes down to it, the reason why I'm your manager and you work for me is I fucked up a lot more than you have to get here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I don't want to say I messed up more than you because, you know, as a physician. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as a physician, you don't want to go, you don't want to go down the list of people you killed so that you can demonstrate you know how to save somebody. Okay. I get that. Caveat to the listeners, I have not killed anybody or destroyed anybody. Oh, uh, well, uh, well, I'll keep that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So, so we're a little over time here, but, you know, they're, they're, these don't have to be strictly 15 minutes. We have fun with these sometimes. I've had some that were seven minutes. I've had some that were a half hour. The purpose of the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, aside from spotlight, spotlighting you, Dr. Ray, is, and I share this with all my listeners, is uh, having a podcast like this. It's really just about having a conversation, having a structured set of questions, having short interviews. This is a great way to connect with people you might otherwise never reach. So you make social media friends, and you go into people's inboxes, and then you send them their, your, that copy pasta about all this stuff you do and the results you get. And, hey, would you like to hop on Zoom and learn more? Or, hey, I'd love to connect with all my people. You want to get on Zoom real quick and discuss synergies, which we know really means let me tell you about my business and hope you volunteer yourself as a client. But yeah. with me, uh, and, I've met, and I've met great people and gotten clients this way, lots of clients actually, uh, my approach is somebody can be, hey, so glad to connect with you. You know, I have a podcast. We're always looking for great guests. When can we have you on? Yeah. Gets a lot of positive response. So I encourage people to do that, regardless of what business you're in. So finally, Dr. Ray, um, you have a gift you're going to share with our audience. I'm going to share that for you. So I'm going to do that part for you. But in general, when we wrap up in about a minute here, what is one thing you would recommend our listeners do? Well, I'm going to switch my hats and I'm going to put on my my physician hat and I'm going to put it on really tight. Oh my gosh, cut back. (laughs) Cut back on the carbs. Oh my gosh. You know, 
Diet, you know, it's all fun and games until somebody gets diabetes, right? And if you yeah. have diabetes type two, raise your hand, okay? And you mm. should, and let's all laugh at you because you did that to yourself. Get rid of those carbs. Get rid of the carbs. Yeah, I, I've cut I've cut back my carbs over the past couple of years. I mean, there's good carbs and there's bad carbs. I'm just telling you my understanding, and feel free to punch holes in it. There's good okay. carbs and there's bad carbs, obviously. Right. And I, you know, and I and I get educated as much as I can about what's good and what's bad. I don't beat myself up if I occasionally screw it up. I allow myself an occasional treat, but uh, just personally, I found that um, when I'm thinking something really carby. Uh, my refrigerator is um, almost your typical bachelor's refrigerator, except that there's always several varieties of fresh berries in it. There you go. So I usually tell people, you're, uh, I'm going to move you to just, if we have to strip them down before I either juice them or, you know, put them back yeah. in is meat and vegetables, no carrots, no potatoes, definitely no grains. Uh-huh. Let's your gut healed. And they're like, oh, I lost like 15 pounds without trying. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the thing. And I mean, I've been on weight loss, weight loss journeys. I'm starting a new one myself. And uh, that first 15 goes real easy. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, and that's just indicative. And I understand this. I mean, even, you know, allowing myself to get in a situation a few places. You know, I mean, I'm a human being like anybody else. I have life stuff that comes up or whatever. Right. And, uh, yeah, but just the fact that when you uh, – when you actually apply yourself to it, that that first 15 falls off right away, tells you about the quality of the food and the programming about what they want us to eat and how you have to be smarter than that. Oh, my goodness, Adam. Did you know you can run on whatever America runs on? Yeah. You know what I'm not trying to say? And um, they have a drink there that has, are you ready? 92 grams of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. And then they give you a free one in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know? And then when you can't button your pants or, pants or you feel like to tie your shoes, you know, you're going to blow your head off. Stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So this is the perfect segue. And you uh, it's like I set up the pin. It's like you set up the pins and I rolled the strike here yep. because I wanted to bring a, I wanted to bring this back to weight loss after all the various meandering topics we went through here, because your gift is for folks to send you an email at Ray, R-A-Y at olivebwc.com. That's Ray at olivebwc.com. And what you're going to get there is uh, tell Dr. Ray you heard about her on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast with me, and she will send you a free copy of Living La Vida Grande, Why You Can't Lose Weight. You're absolutely right, Adam. I want a copy. You're going to send me a copy. I'm going to send you, I'll send you a couple copies because I love All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. So, uh, so Dr. Ray, uh, Ray Nitto, Ray Nitto, for those of you who are looking for you on social media, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you, Adam. It's been my pleasure to be here. And as always, you are an amazing host. 
Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.